services, Lavazi and Boo1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, episode 561. I'm Adam, and make peace with your God. And here's Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Marshall, ma'am, fella. Robert Haynes. I see keep out signs as suggestions more than actual orders, like dry clean only. Mary Lang. Uh, why would he want you? Unless he's met you. And Debbie Melrose. Tea, but the strong stuff. Leave the bagging. <laughs> so there we are. That's uh, done. That, did that bit rather well. Uh, uh, any listeners want to wonder what's going on? We're doing a podcast. Yeah, that's something we haven't done for what? a while. And that, of course, uh, uh, we're doing this as live. It's most as live podcast we've ever done because I'm putting the music on during the show. That doesn't normally happen. And also the other thing that's rather three, two other things rather special about this show. The second one being we're now a teenager, so we can do these attitude things like this. Uh, so we were 13 on the 13th of uh, May. So happy birthday to us. And what was the third happy thing? Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you, Adam. Oh, yes. Yes. That, hey, Adam. That doesn't count. Um, does. That was another thing I was going to say, and I've forgotten it. Oh, yes, this is the first show that I've ever done that's not going to feature any of my children. In any way, shape, or form, apart from the pictures in the background on the, on the video, but that doesn't count on the audio side of things. So there's not so quite a milestone, really, isn't it? Um, by the way, uh, on the live feed coming through on the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join, Tim Drury. Says. Surprise, Adam isn't wearing a cowboy hat. Well, I'm not that kinky, to be uh, fair to him. Right then, we'll talk about uh, the Riverfest later on. I've got a sunburn on the back of my neck, so the sunburn didn't quite go that far. So, Sorry, the sun tan lotion, whatever you call it on your sun cream. Anyway, we're going to talk about Town Called Mercy. Uh, and apologies for the uh, not being around for a while, but various things cropped up to... Um, stop the show from being done and that's why we're I doing it very unusually on a saturday night we haven't done that so so long i can't remember we've never done it on a saturday for starters but we've never ever haven't done it off a sunday for a long, I don't long think time I've ever done it on a saturday. no so the saturday you. used to be doctor who night didn't it, it so. yeah, yeah that's back true. in the 70s yeah. yeah so thank you all for showing up all right so the episode begins with a sort of um a weird sort of watching through some sort of cyborg's eye footage uh, and a bloke getting Terminator. chased and then done in by this cyborg with a very very impressive weapon um and of course he says he's looking for the doctor of course in- we instantly assume it's Master. the doctor we, and forget, hang on Master. and forget there are other doctors Master. yes 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 i i was afraid <laughs> to uh when i was asking for feedback i was afraid to post some of those pictures of the gunslinger because of his gun, I was afraid Facebook might not like it. Facebook doesn't. So I, I it's, it's a really realistic-looking gun, isn't it, um, Kirby? That's, that's not obvious. It's funny to say that I posted a TikTok the other day of Isabella um, coming home with an illicit McDonald's, um, and basically the ring doorbell footage of her, me sort of speaking out through the, the speaker on the phone, on, on the ring doorbell, saying, "What time do you call this?" And of course, she swore and nearly dropped what she was holding and. Said, I think, oh, 
father, or God, father, bleep, 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 and they took, they took it down. Because wow. you said God, father, or something, an F word in there, something or other. Because it's got a bots that hear dialogue. So they hear the Godfather and the F word and <laughs> assume that it's something a bit weird. But I, I actually uh, complained and it came back on because uh, I actually got around to watching it and seeing it was fairly innocent prank back to Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, so they, further they, ado. What? Without further ado. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, the Doctor standing in a very well-rendered um, western town, which looks a bit deserted at the start. And they have a her, sorry, him and Amy and Rory walk around and the Doctor's confused by the fact that, that it's got electric lights a little bit early. Then they walk into a saloon and uh, meet a few of the townsmen. And then the Doctor gets sort of... Uh, carted out by a, a gang of rogues and uh, he, he's put outside this sort of barrier and then this sort of um, martial bloke uh, comes up and stops them all um, doing what they're doing because it looks like these, the doctor's going to get killed and he's allowed after obviously we see this uh, cyborg thing who starts approaching in st different stages um, looking like he's approaching to, to kill the doctor and um, uh, that, so, so it does tend to go on a bit. And then, of course, we meet uh, the um, the bloke with the Star Wars villain name, which is yeah, Garen Eric and Bob. I forget his name is. It's what? Garen is it? Master, master. There's older master. God, everybody's coming at me. Yes, sorry, Kirby. Yes. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, you know the uh, Undertaker is played by the guy who played uh, Biggs. That's what I'm saying. That's not the question no, I asked. We're both saying at the Garen, same time. Garen, okay. what's the name? Garen, what's the name? Okay. I think it's because Kirby says it louder and over us that he gets Yes, because he's speaking uh, for his phone. He's speaking Robert, for his yeah. phone. I, I'm, I'm using a, a headset. By the way, most of the time I'm going to have, have myself muted, by the way. Okay. Yay, says Adam. Yes. <laughs> Somebody might eventually ask a question. I'm pretty sure his name wasn't what's a name, Robert. I that would be quite a interesting title for uh, a name for somebody. <laughs> that in Doctor would Who. be. And a bit uh, confusing. Carla Jex. Is that perhaps what he was called? Yeah, it's Carla Jex. Yes, yeah. And that's um, a very Star Warsy villain name. I, I, yes. I thought. <laughs> that was uh, uh, George Lucas's son's name is Jet. Oh, was it now? Anyway, so this Carla Jex is the, the actual doctor that was referred to at the beginning of the story, and he's he's behind bars, but um, um, he is allowed out to sort of tell his story a little bit. I really do want to flick through this this particular story. <laughs> he's got this terrible urge. He's got these markings on his face, little, sort of like a Chakotay tattoo. So I thought, well, that's a little throw, that little mention of uh, Star Wars, Star Trek Voyager. So we've been to Star <laughs> Trek, Star Wars, yeah, now Doctor was Voyager. Yeah. What's Voyager? I said Voyager. I know. Uh, so yeah, um, the Doctor rides this beautiful pony uh, out to, because um, a few of them go out of the uh, town to try and, I don't know, find the spaceship or something like that. The and egg. This, the big button? I said the egg. <laughs> That's a spaceship, I suppose, an egg ship, whatever. Uh, while Amy looks after uh, Doctor Jeff. Yeah, we're we're continuing the this egg theme that has been in every episode so far. 
egg exterminate? Yes. I never seen Okay, did we ever was there ever a reason for this egg theme? Uh, did that ever come about? Or was it just leading up to the just Moffat the moon thingy or was you just put eggs into everything? I don't know. If you remember the moon was an egg as well. It's just it? Moffat. Miss Moffat. Sat on his tuffet. Um yeah, so the yeah, so Doctor Fine. It looks like a giant, something like an egg. It looks more like a giant Tic Tac, to be fair. Yeah, it does, yes. <laughs> and um, they're being followed by. Is it basically by just his bomb? A bomb? Is it his bomb? Maybe, I don't know. And anyway, so the Doctor gets inside the Tic Tac and uh, then reads <laughs> the whole file on this, this Doctor Carla Jex thingy. And he doesn't look very happy once he's read this file. He gets very grumpy. And um, the gunslinger comes along and he's going to kill the doctor. He's got his gun, but the doctor sort of talks him out of it. And um, goes back to town. And when he gets back to town, he's a bit grumpy. Very, very grumpy. He gets very angry with, with, um, with the doctor. Because apparently he's a bit of one of these sort of... Uh, I think he's based on one of the, you know, the... At the Nazis, the war camps, the, the you know the Jewish war camps. Nazi, yeah, Mengele. Yeah, when they used to sort of um, experiment on Jewish people. Um, yeah. Well, except this was to build killing machines. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. this wasn't just a medical experiment. It was almost like um, the cyber sort of outlook, the Cybermen sort of outlook, and that they were sort of <clears throat> killing machines made out of people, weren't they? Um, yeah. So Can similar... I ask something? Yes. Did anybody see the? prequel no i didn't see the prequel robert no which has, i mean it's only about four minutes but it mm. just shows the doctor getting in these volunteers to um oh, i don't know whether they're volunteers or not soldiers to convert them into the cyborgs as killing machines yeah no i didn't, no, know, I didn't see that, that one sorry robert yeah i only saw it i'm not doing my job I, properly first I? time i actually got out the dvd set this <laughs> now to actually look and you know i saw the prequel and uh yeah it just shows you that part when he's Getting the volunteer, so you see the guy without his makeup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I can't remember what I was going to ah. say. Now. See, without his shirt too, for the yeah, ladies. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot what he was saying. <laughs> anyway, so he's, he's basically he's a version of um, a mixture between the, the bloke who created the Cybermen and the bloke who created the the, the, the Daleks, so, i.e. Davros, because all they're doing, yeah. he's doing what Davros and. That matey that you know that was in Only Fools and Horses that uh, you know created the Earth the cyber. Oh, yeah, Roger Lepe. Yeah. Were Daleks ever were Daleks ever made from people? I don't think so. They yeah, <laughs> Mutate, well, sort of, mutated people. Sort of people. Becomes, when Clara but becomes they, then a, they, yeah, but then Dal- the, the Daleks. They were uh, mutants. mutants yeah, from but the, 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 then they deliberately mutated humans into Daleks. So they'd all sorts of weird things over the over the time period. Anyway, the Doctor um, obviously finds out this bloke's a bit of a baddie. And um, the, he, he points a gun in the bloke's face. Another thing that annoys me about this, and, and all sort of sort of current dramas that involve guns, is the cocking of it whenever you move it. They move oh, the gun. Yeah. And it, it's and all of them have got these guns. They all cock all the same time. And then they, they move them yeah. and it cocks. It's like they're self-cocking guns. And they're very... It's very <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's very <laughs> irritating. Anyway, so the doctor's pointing a I gun, agree. very undoctor-like, in the face of 
this Jack's boat while forcing him over the the, the line of um, you know death, I suppose you call it. And then Amy sort of steps in and points a gun at the doctor and says, "How oh, do you know I wouldn't point uh, shoot you?" Blah blah blah, because uh, it would go against all the things Amy's ever done, you know, in the series and the fact that uh, if you remember when her daughter shot the doctor, the selector doctor in the, in the that sort of lake place uh, Amy was completely distraught and so she wouldn't be pointing a gun at the doctor even if the, she w- he wasn't quite acting like himself anyway throughout all this stuff uh, the, the marshal gets shot they're dead. Now, I was thinking at the time we watched this previously that the marshal the actor who plays the marshal had been in other stuff but now I don't recognise him oh. never mind anyway he dies and the doctor becomes the marshal <laughs> And um, then a load of stuff that I didn't quite know was going on. He gets the town folk together um, at night, um, quite appropriately, to set up a a plan uh, to save the town from the uh, gunslinger. Um, But during all these proceedings, uh, Jax is still in this cell. And this sort of uh, Chakotay tattoo thing he's got on his face, I think it's some sort of something to stop being shot at isn't it or something like that some sort of marking it's to, to confuse the the cyborg so that the guy can get out of yeah because um later on in the episode the doctor has this same chakotay tattoo drawn on his face by, let's uh, have it on yeah, yeah by. I, I didn't assume that it was a tattoo to me it looked like a, a metallic thing yeah so i thought it was just part of the race that they came yeah, from that's what i thought that initially but I, I feel that um it was actually a, a device even to sort of like a symbol to like Robert says to confuse the cyborg so uh, the doctor gets a Chakotay tattoo and um, mm-hmm. but then Jex just um, legs it and goes to his um, his little giant tic tac and uh, th- is this the point in which he decides that he's going to sacrifice himself because he's been a very naughty boy and he blows up the <laughs> tic tac and now the, the, the gunslinger's sort of purpose the sort of been removed really and um he, he um i think he does he become the marshal the gunslinger and well protects, sort of yeah protects he kind of protects the town forevermore the town. Mm. yeah he he gets uh, that little um uh, marshal marshal tin on which, his outfit yeah, yeah he does. which is very well done i must admit the way they did that I've done well, well. Look, it's brilliant. I'm brilliant. 15 minutes in, I've done the whole episode. You know I deserve a round of applause. You know what was good? <laughs> you forgot that massive, massive blast when the ship exploded. Mm. I think that was pretty impressive. And that's because Kirby has, has muted himself. <laughs> oh, <is he>? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's see. Well, I'll tell you what I think about this one. This wasn't. Did, it did wasn't, you guys just ask me something? No, I didn't. No, we're just <laughs> making an observation. Okay. Having right. fun at your expense. Yeah. Oh, found some ear bo- earplugs. <laughs> Never. Sandy. How appropriate. I've just found a bag of earplugs ready, <laughs> ready for when Kirby comes. Where'd they come from? Oh, that's weird. I, I think they're all at festival. There. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this is what I think of this story. I'm not a fan Ma- master, of Western. Master, mm. master. Oh, oh, Basically, I'm going to when you ask me for my opinion, I will yeah. give you my opinion, and then 
I'm going to just drop off the call at that point. Someone else is going to have to read. Be careful. Someone else is going to have to read feedback. Kirby. Yeah. Kirby. Yeah. Dictates what happens, lovey. Do I? No, not not when Kirby's only only. Oh, never mind. Let's get on. Um, Right then. So this is what I think of this episode. I'm not a fan of westerns, so that doesn't. That's probably why I'm not overly keen on it. I do appreciate it. It is very pretty and it's very western. It does feel like you're there in the time. I like the the uh, romance of the, the the story. Um. And it's it's okay. It doesn't sort of drive me thinking, oh, this is the best Doctor Who episode ever. Certainly not the worst. Um, I think it's okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't seek no seek out to watch it again in a long time. Probably ever now, to be fair. But but it, it's okay. Um, Karen Gillan's hot. What did you think about it then, Kirby? <laughs> Kirby. He's muted. Kirby. Yeah. I, I was muted. Oh, yes, okay. I know. Eleven yes, years yes. ago, I, I liked this a lot less eleven years ago. And when I just watched it, uh, what, now three weeks ago, I loved it. It was it was excellent. Uh, it's not one of the. It's like you said. It's not one of. The, it's not one of the best stories ever. And next week is horrible. Middle show. But uh, this. This was really good. Is that it? Oh, I mean, that Kirby, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, Robert, what and does I, think I'm, of it? Oh, I will be listening from now on, but I will not be interrupting. Someone else will have to read feedback. Repeat okay. what? My goodness, we'll have the shortest show on record. <laughs> um, what's his name again? Oh, Robert, what, what did you think? I, I pretty much like Kirby. I don't remember liking this at the time when it first aired. And I know I was very, very ill when um, this originally aired, so I don't know whether that had something to do with it. But, um, yeah, I went into this episode with some trepidation, and I was pleasantly surprised that I actually quite enjoyed it. As you guys have said, it's not one that you'd seek out if you're looking for a story to watch, but I, I quite liked it. The only thing I didn't like, which is Bloody Moffat, uh, you know, they have a, they include the stupid thing about the horse and named Susan and all that. I mean, that what the hell? It's like it, it treats it like a bloody comedy show. Um, I didn't like that, but yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It was uh, um, yeah, a, a, a bit of a change from the usual thing and um, quite self-contained as well. Um, but yeah, it was pleasantly surprising that I liked it. <laughs> Oh, right. Um, what's his name? Oh, Debbie. Debbie Melrose. What did you think about it, Debbie? Well, this is obviously um, one I've watched uh, a couple of times. And uh, I think I like it as sort of like a standalone story. It's a filler, another filler episode. But yeah, the problem exactly. is what we're getting now is it's we're getting de- really obvious. A dentist seat episode. Is that what you're trying to say? It, no, it's just... We, from now on, it's all really obvious filler episodes where we step away from the main story arc. Right. And we have like a breather before we go back into the story arc. And it becomes really obvious that it's being used as a pause and sort of like we're going to try a different route, see if people like it, that sort of thing. And that's what seems to happen for the next few season series of Doctor Who is that we get the odd filler episode, like Robin Hood episode, things like that. Mm. 
and then you, you you sort of have to jump back into the story arc again the week after, having gone, well, what was that about then? What was that for? Yeah. But you just have to appreciate it as a standalone story. And I'm a huge fan of Westerns. Love a Western. Yeah. Love lots of all the Western team. Modern Westerns are my more go-to than the classics. Tom loves the classics, doesn't like the modern so much. So we meet halfway. And um, he unfortunately didn't watch this one with me. He, he meant to and he didn't. But I remember him liking this one the first time round. And, uh, you know, Isla thinks this one's a cracking episode. She actually liked the joke about the horse. She thought that was brilliant because we told her about the song with the horse with no name, you know, going yeah, that sort of thing. And she thought it was hilarious. Mm. And obviously she's sort of like the demographic that Doctor Who was still aiming at at that time. Doctor Who got older as as we went through and then tried to put it back again with Jodie. But... um. Yeah, it it I love the palette. The colour palette in this is gorgeous and oh, yeah, just yeah. makes me want to go and explore the old west and everything. Come to America and just go and explore and ride and see if there's <laughs> any giant tic tacs in the desert, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and yeah, just it, it's it's but it is a absolutely stands on its own story and I'm I'm not aware if anything if they've done anything with Big Finish with the gunslinger or anything like that but you could now. you could see that you could definitely expand on this part of the Doctor Who universe and the music as well I thought that was really well done the way the themes wove in with the very western feel and it just seemed like they had a lot of fun and um, it feels like an episode that's light it's but in this era of Moffat, it is a case of heavy, 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 light, back into the heavy, light. Yeah. It is just, it gets a bit much from now on for when, when you have the standalone stories because you're like, well, why are you holding us up from this massive story arc you've been trying to get us to absolutely ingest? Mm. So, but uh, overall, this one, I've, I've always liked this one. And uh, yeah, just a good little standalone tale. And the acting in it is brilliant. So, yeah. <clears throat> Um, actually I'm with Debbie I liked it when I saw it the last time and I liked it when I saw it this time how'd you know I was Uh, asking you to do it Mary (laughs) (laughs) let me think Mary Steve (laughs) that's mean Um, this episode is like quintessential 11th doctor because it, it's funny um it's a lot of fun there's a lot of good sarcastic jokes and i liked the the joke about the horse's name um i thought that was uh cute and clever i mean it, it goes along with him speaking baby you know so why not just also speak horse yeah um, exactly <laughs> but then along with the the humor then of course it gets serious and it gets even scary um and scary? Scary, yeah. You know, I was scared. Um, you know, like if that uh, gunslinger thing could cross the barrier and start eliminating the town and all that. You know, I found that I think kids would find it pretty scary too. I think he had a moral code, though. Well, he was still allowed to be scared. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there's and life lessons to learn along the way. So to me, this is not just quintessential 11th Doctor. This is quintessential Doctor Who, you know, where things go for the, you know, in spite of things being very negative and scary, 
there's always a ray of hope and things do get better. You know, people do pay the price for their bad actions or, or they turn their lives around. Um, this is what I like about Doctor Who. So for me, this is a really good episode. Um, and I like the, the homages. The, it, a lot of the imagery and the music were uh, tributes to past uh, famous westerns, you know, the high noon right, face yes, exactly. and, yes. and all the disgruntled um, townspeople, you know, with one sheriff holding everybody off from who they think is, you know, needs to be taken down. I mean, there were just so many of these kinds of um, throwbacks to um, well-known t- westerns that uh, and and as Debbie mentions, the color palette, everything um, mm-hmm. was very much you know, a traditional western. So, yeah, I, I really can't think of anything that I did not like about this episode. So well, I'm sorry to put you down. But, but the, I guess, that's, that's a real change, you know, Mary. What's going on? After this, after this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is like the last light. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go downhill, you know. <laughs> sorry, that was slightly delayed. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm enjoying this one because I know I'm going to hate everything that comes after it. Uh, <laughs> We're struggling the next few months. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll be struggling. Yes. Right. I'm here. I'm here. Kirby did um, <laughs> Kirby, a, a thing with some um, um, requests for feedback. I've got a numb leg and I've got to stretch it out before I get pins and needles with my toes. I don't think he's able to read them out, so that means I've got to do it. And this should be good, right? Okay, let's see what happened on his original post from when, from whence uh, I had to cancel the show back on the 12th of May. Andy Nunny says, oh, and something about we'll be recording on the 20th. Is that today? Yes. Oh, it is. oh maybe it was, there's the an earlier one. Maybe there's an earlier 21st one. 21st here. Um, there might be an earlier one that he, he did a request on. Yeah, he said yeah. to go through them all. Because he, he he'll be on in a minute to reiterate that. Do be careful. Oh, here we are. Podcast record postponed. Maybe it's an earlier one. It goes back a bit, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> we did stall this one for about a month. Yeah, did you want me to read it, Ian's? Because I've got it up now. No, I've got an audio. No, oh, yeah, that's right, because he does his own. God's but he does say <laughs> something before that, though. Okay, right, here we go. So we got... <clears throat> Kirby Bartlett's own. Here's my. T- oh, oh, I'll read his out. This is interesting. <laughs> Here's my text writer autograph. Master, 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 from when I was eight years old. <laughs> master. Ma- oh, sorry. Um, my Cub Scout troop was. At- it's really funny doing this when he's actually listening. Um, my Cub Scout troop was at the WSM Studios in Nashville to be on the Bozo Show. But Ralph Emery saw us and called us over to meet him and Tex Ritter, John Ritter's famous, uh, John Ritter's famous from Three's Company father. I know who bloody John Ritter is. We know who John like, Ritter is. Jeez. <laughs> Tex sang the song, Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling. Do not Some people may not know who John is. From the movie High Noon. Or, as Americans call it, High Noon. Or is it the other way around? Oh, my darling. Um, That greatly influenced (laughs) this episode, Alan T. Butcher says. I haven't even started it yet, but Alan T. Butcher will return, and this time he's two counsellors. Kirby Bartlett Sloan, top contributor and author of this post. 
I tried to get yeah, Adam to play. Yeah, top contributor. I beat him for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get Adam to play the song "Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling," sung by Tex Ritter eleven years ago, uh, along with the Spaghetti Western music. He did play when we reviewed it for the first time. Many of the Western tropes of this story were taken directly from the Gary Cooper movie High Noon. High Noon. High Noon. Um, and other films. Looks like Facebook won't let me link to... Oh, thank you, Facebook. Oh, my God. A ding. The first ever ding for Facebook. <laughs> um, Brandon Moore says... Leave, did you say Alicia was pregnant? Yes, he has. Well, no matter. Uh, no. And Brandon Moore says, um, Leave the Bag In, A Town Called Mercy by Toby with House. I like this story a lot. I recall at the time it wasn't the best received, but I think it's a strong episode. The gun, gunslinger looks cool, and the story plays out in an interesting way. I like the setting and enjoy the Doctor getting to take over as Marshall. Karen Gillen is hot. Sorry, I already said that. Though both Amy and Rory are mostly in the background this week for a mini-season that mostly focuses on the ponds, it, it's probably not a bad thing to have a more Doctor-centric episode this time round. I'd give it 8 out of 10 next time. Doctor Who cubed. Alan T. Butcher yeah. said, Luckily, sorry, lucky this was not a delay on the power of three, or it will be a multiple of... A, mul hang on, a multiple of a multiple of reasons. That was the first attempt to do a, a sort of feedback section via Facebook on this particular story. So we had a second one a little bit later on, which contributed with uh, Ian Kirk. Uh, oh, Andy Nunny says, already done it, Kirby Bartlett Sloan, wondering what I will watch when I have a pressing appointment. I have one episode, <laughs> Evil of the Daleks, so maybe Surrey versus Middlesex on YouTube. Uh, Alan T. Butcher said, pressing appointment, very good. Uh, and I said, my apologies, not well this week. See you again next week. And here I am. Or was I, or was I due to do something else? Of course I am. I've got to do um, some filming. Feeling okay now, Adam? Alan T. But no, I've got um, a friend of mine's wife has, uh, was diagnosed with um, lung cancer. Um, hope they're not watching. Uh, but but uh, is not very well basically. So he he who would normally be filming the show that I'm doing tomorrow, I'm covering for him so as he can stay home Aww. with his missus. Um, anyway, Alice Butcher says, uh, best wishes get well soon. That's very nice of Mr. Butcher to uh, to wish me well. Nobody else bloody well did. And moving on, that's about it. I think. No, you didn't. All right, maybe you did. On the chat. Oh, yeah, so you did. I don't oh. pay much attention to that. <laughs> and Adam, there's another series of uh, feedbacks. Oh, there is? There's a series, yeah. Oh, yeah. here we go then. Right, yes, this, this is the most recent feedback of feedbacks. Andy Nunny said, blimey, I did my feedback a fortnight ago. I've forgotten what I said. Uh, Aaron <laughs> Danvers-Duke <laughs> whoa, a Saturday recording this time. Interesting. Unfortunately, I will miss it as there will be guests around this evening. He was at um, Riverfest today. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's, it's like being at school and suddenly moves their chair forward. And Ian Kirk says <laughs> Ian Kirk says Kirby is egging them on. The little girl at the beginning does the egg position. The doctor is a bit hard boiled in this. Jex is Jex morality is a bit scrambled and at the end he gets fired they poached I like the egg motif going through yeah. they, they poached some classic western fried, not fired. Oh, noise. it's Kirby um, it's Kirby my script, making noise 
my script is on shut up my script is on this week's post. Well, it was on last Chant week's post, Andy. actually. Yeah, last week's post. I think um, that's it for the thing. Right, then. Anybody want to read out Robert's feedback? Oh, no, that's not... We don't have to do that this week, do we? <laughs> yeah. I'll actually hear. Right, I've got to scroll a long way back uh, to find the uh, feedback via the, you know, the, 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 the way we normally do it. I found this one, which I need to very quickly send to somebody. I should have sent it earlier, but it's such a long time scrolling back to find it that that's why I haven't sent it to anybody yet. Let's see who see who I who is lucky enough to receive the oh that's not how you spell it. Damn. Let's see who's going to be lucky enough to receive this if I can spell their name correctly and paste it in the correct fashion. Here we go. Somebody has just received the the, um, the blurb which requires dictating. <laughs> Not it. Mm. All right. Is this from the Mileses? Well, yes. I think it yes. does say so. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't say until the very end. Okay. No. Um, it says, hi, everybody. Sorry. Hi. It's one this week as we have Hang been on. way busy. Well, they sent They're... it twice. I've got it, I've got it again a bit further back, which is really weird. Huh? Oh, it's the same word. It's the same blurb. Anyway, carry on, Mary. Sorry, I'm getting confused. All right. I'll start again. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi. Hi, sorry it's a short one this week. That's as what she we said. Way uh, too <laughs> there was a Let her get on with it, goodness sake. <laughs> uh, are we ready? Yeah. 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 Mm. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> sorry it's a short one this week as That's we have been way too busy. There was a prequel on iTunes called The Making of the Gunslinger about how they built the gunslinger. Oh, no, doctors in the Wild West again. Flashbacks to the gunfighters. Oh, no, he's gone into the saloon. Where's the piano player and singer? Oh, thank goodness we don't have to live through that singer again. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, the TARDIS crew visit an unfriendly town in the Wild West, a.k.a. Backlot in Spain. I'm sure I saw Clint Eastwood in a poncho in the background scenes. <laughs> they have a cyborg slinger problem. He wants them to hand over their doctor. They have a doctor called Jex who can cure everything. This is very much a base under siege story. So the doctor speaks horse as well. He's called Susan and wants you to respect his life choices. That makes two males named Sue in America. The doctor takes over as marshal when the old one is killed. Ah, they end up as the safest town in America. What is the lifespan of a cyborg? All in all, a middling story. Toby Whithouse has written much better. Next up, more Chibnall with The Power of Three. Stay safe, everybody. Now, no. did you get the bit when he says that's two, two Americans named Sue? I didn't know he was on okay. about, but you're now going to elaborate, aren't you? Well... <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> Obviously, there's a there was a song put out by oh Harry oh what's his name Styles uh, I'm sure I'm sure K- uh, Kirby yeah. would know this um, Belfonte it's a, it's like a little tale story um, that was very popular for a while and it was a boy who was named Sue by his dad so that he would oh, look, yes, he, yeah, yeah. he would oh, grow yeah, up to the yeah. top wasn't that so, that no, um, and that was very popular here. A boy well, named Sue was the name. That, that, the other week. that yeah. chap who did the, the, the prison concerts, what was his name? 
Um, Elvis. The, no, the prison <laughs> concert. Elvis, for goodness sake. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Wasn't it him who did uh, the Sue song? I think uh, he might have done it at some point. Yeah, they often um, uh, do covers. Is that I'm it? looking Sorry. it up. Is that it, Mary? That's all the, the feedback. Okay, while well, you're so looking I'm it up, we'll look, play this. Oh, carry on. Yes. I'm looking up who... Uh, Record Johnny Johnny Cash. Yeah. Thank you. That's a point for me. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name's Sue. I yeah. fell into burning me. Shut up. Fire. Right then, it's <laughs> a bit of uh, audio feedback. Well, good afternoon. Twenty megabytes is Anthony here. It is uh, cross one on Sunday. Uh, I just watched uh, Doctor Who. Didn't do any ironing, so didn't do any washing yesterday. We were rather busy <laughs> with the. Uh, Parkrun and uh, Shakespeare and stuff like that, and judo, and then watching the coronations. I've never got around to doing any, so uh, I'll joy to come later. However, I have just watched uh, A Town Called Mercy, and it's it's quite an interesting one. I think I think I think I enjoyed it. Some sort of bit, mm, you know, it's one of those that could have, yeah, could have gone either way. But I think it's very what really comes across is all about the Doctor's morality, you know. <sighs> He's come across somebody who he thinks is a good guy, thinks is a hero, and then finds out he isn't, finds out he's... Uh, now, this is an interesting one. Is he a war criminal? Is that what Jex is? And you, you, you have, you, again, this really is a question of, in war, a lot of things don't count, I think you can say. You know, the rules are different. And here's a man who, by his actions, did save a lot of people, but, you know, he does realise he did kill a lot of people. And... It's interesting you say it's the doctor in reality, but the checks in reality as well, because he comes to you know I think he knows all along what he's done. He's not inherently evil. I don't think that's it, but he did no. things that were in the cold light of day were wrong. And I think that's that's what you have to sort of understand. Where do you draw the line between doing something that is good for the good, common good, but in itself is inherently wrong, and that's what he realised he did. Um, and you know he knew that he was safe for a while and he was trying to atone which you know people do you know i think you know, a lot of criminals will try and return to what they used to be to to do to, to atone for what they've done some do some don't you could argue that someone like him is probably there's just no way he's he's done so much that no way he could uh, ever do enough for it um you know and you, look i think it's interesting you look at the reaction of people some of them think he's a hero some of them want to get rid of him and they to the, give the doctor time, the doctor himself. He's not, not ambivalent, it's the wrong word. He actually doesn't know what to do. You know, instincts crying out, you know, this man is evil, he's got to die. And if he dies, everyone else will be saved. But then he becomes no better than Jex himself, doesn't he? And it's, I think it's interesting that the decision was taken out of his hands in the end. Um, I wonder what would have happened if he had gone away, if he had just flown off. Would the gunslinger have just gone after him or would he have taken revenge on the people? That's, I think that's a risk. But it didn't ever happen. And I think at the end, with the, uh, the gunsman becoming the marshal, that's actually quite an interesting way of looking at it, the way that uh, he himself is atoning for what he's done. You know, he's gone and presumably gone around and killed all these scientists. And again, it's uh, by doing evil, are you doing good? And that's, again, it's a very, very interesting mora uh, morality comms question there. Do you ask yourself, you know, I remember at the church with um, our former rector was actually a Navy man and then left and then rejoined as a naval chaplain. And he actually did give us a wrong talk about a just war. And it's, it's a very interesting concept because it's one that you, you can, there's, there's no hard and fast. It's no black and white. The things you go in war go on that aren't right. 
Um, and that's what happens here. And I think that's that's. It, I think from that point of view, you could watch this for being other than it was, but still enjoy it. Does that make a lot of sense? I think no. it does. It's just. I think it's just really really interesting one. The other thing was though, how many people thought Red Dwarf when they watched this? Nope. Yes, the episode Gunman of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Who was that? There we all know. That's Andy Nunny, everybody. No? Okay, fine. Uh, maybe it was like that uh, Star Trek episode, um, um, uh, Spectre of the Guns, like that was... Uh, oh, we've got another one here somewhere. Again, it's very tricky finding the, these files, but eventually I find them. Hello, 20 Megabyte Podcast, this is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Hi, Ian. Yes. A town called Mercy, my Toby Whithouse. We're back in the Wild West. At least nobody sang this time. (laughs) Yeah. Amy says the doctor goes off the rails when he travels alone. Then she opts to take another break from the TARDIS. I saw the latest Guardians of the Galaxy film yesterday. Like a town called Mercy, it has cyborgs. But they are animals, not human. It turns out that Rocket Raccoon was one of them, but it is his mind that has been altered rather than his legs. No spoilers at all there, was there? Karen mm. Gillan is unrecognisable in her nebula get-up. Carver Jex turns out to be a weapon creator who wants to have a new life in America. A bit like Werner von Braun. Mm. His spaceship looks like Mark's spaceship. Nanu Nanu. <laughs> Horses, of course, of course, of course, and no longer Dr. Horse, of course. <laughs> of course. Bye for now. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Ian Kirk. Uh, let's see what else. I'm just going to make absolutely sure Red. that, that um, Alan T. Butcher <laughs> has indeed retired from doing his, um, what, what they used to call those things that he used to do? Um, a closely studied thingamajig. Observation. Oh, yeah. mm, okay, well, other coming through, um, we've got... Um, uh, I've done that one. Hang on. How does the horse know? He's giving those of us who have to read his scripts a break. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we were just selling. Saving oh, one. that's mean. Um, Ian Kirk, how does the horse know that the doctor's expecting the egg ship to be wrecked? They do have big ears, though. Uh, Kirby Bartlett Sloan, I've hung up from the call and I couldn't. I, I posted them on the wrong thread. What? But never mind. And then goodbye, fancy pants. Uh, you can't, okay. see, can't see my trousers <laughs> from this angle. Said, Thanks, yeah. Kirby. And my wife needs me. To which case, uh, that uh, it got an appropriate like from me to know that we we forgive him from his misdemeanors from this particular or misdemeanors, depending on how you want to. Uh, can we talk about Kirby now? We were talking about. Oh, we want to talk properly about Kirby. You do realise this yeah. show's been recorded, don't you? Um, oh, okay. You can... <laughs> Does he actually listen to them? Back no, then? he doesn't. We can say what we bloody well like. Right then. He he does. No, he doesn't. He looks. What he does, right? Through um, two hundred or so episodes further on in the history of the show, he then goes back to refer <laughs> to stuff. Um, yeah. And I think if I'd known he'd done that, we probably would have put a few Easter eggs in from time to time that I could have recorded and and dropped oh. into the episode. You know, oh, without yeah, anybody's knowledge apart from my own. But as everybody knows, I just 
can't be bothered. Right, so I'm going to try and look up some (laughs) Doctor Who news before we move on to what we watch. I've also got to research what I've watched because it's been so long. I don't know what I've watched in the time we've been off air. Uh, I blame Debbie Melrose. Ah! She came in to M&S on on Friday and didn't even say hello. Just walked straight past me. Did I open up for you? I was sorry. sat at the till and everything. And baby just walked straight past me. As if I wasn't I, even there. I actually looked for you. I'm sorry. Oh, they all say that. Uh, Doctor Who News. Uh, I always look out for you in there. Because it's rude not to. And then I get ribbed like this if I missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen lots of very exciting images of uh, the is it 15th Doctor. I'm losing count. Um shooty wearing his 97 1970s costume and sort of big fro um i think it was 1970s it might have been 60s it did look 70s to me and um increasing the excitement because we've got three tenant episodes to watch prior to seeing shooty um well and then have right. you seen the pictures of of him all done up like uh, another century That's, oh i haven't seen that one no i've, I've seen oh, the yeah, 70s yeah, yeah. like they're doing bridgerton Oh, is yeah, it? Oh, good. Yeah, you're right. They look like Bridgerton. Did yes. anybody see? And I, I know you Americans aren't interested particularly in um, in, uh, in culture and um, tradition. I think you'll find they any... are more than you think, Adam. Uh, let me finish while I'm... So... Right, where's my triple? Right. <laughs> I don't want to be triple. Oh, sorry, it's let you off. Um, yeah, basically, did anybody see the um, Coronation Concert? No. Because there was Never. an absolutely beautiful piece on the Coronation Concert of where they mixed ballet, uh, Romeo and Juliet ballet, with Romeo and Juliet acting. And Shooty um, played Romeo in that particular oh, sequence. I've heard about this, yeah. It was absolutely stunning and beautifully put together with the music, the acting and the ballet. Absolutely every beautiful. time we have a coronation or celebrate the Queen concert, they truck out the same bands every time. Oh, no, take that. I've never done one of them before. Well, they seem to be. And I can guarantee that, that uh, the bloke that was masquerading as... Um, who is that bloke who used to be in the... Com- com- the com- the com- oh, he used to sing songs like Dancing on the Ceiling. What's his name? Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Richie, Richie uh, who? No. Lionel Richie, yeah. The bloke that was masquerading as Lionel Richie um, was singing some songs. I think he was like a Lionel Richie um, uh, tribute act. But... No, it was Lionel Richie. Oh, was it? Oh, yes. you, you wouldn't have guessed it, would you? And there was the same as some a Katy Perry tribute act on as well. It didn't sound anything like. You Katie are Perry. mean, Adam. However, who else is on there? Some of them did sound like themselves. He's quite uh, caustic, isn't he, Robert? Mm. Uh, yeah, I thought I thoroughly enjoyed uh, that, and I must admit, um, Hugh Bonneville, who by the way has been in Doctor Who, um, is very good at delivering yeah, jokes. Yeah, of Doctor Who. Yeah, he's very good at. Um, Delivering jokes uh, as the king was chuckling away to some of the humour that uh, was destroyed. Anyway, anyway, yeah, that's basically. I was just thinking that uh, that Shooty was on it, and he was absolutely. He's, he's radiant. Oh, he's an amazing actor. actor. Love him yeah, in he's Sex Radiant actor. And anyway, specials titles revealed. This is Doctor Who news. Whether anybody wasn't paying attention, the BBC has released a new trailer for Doctor Who, revealing the titles of the three specials to be screened later this year. Moments before the Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final uh, came live from Liverpool, viewers... Why did I have to say the word Liverpool on this show? Still, Viewers were treated to an explosive new trailer which gave viewers a glimpse of what to be 
what to expect later this year when the TARDIS lands in time to celebrate the 60th anniversary and it exclusively revealed the titles of the three special episodes. In this week's leading up to the Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final, the three mysterious episodes coded teasers were scattered through the BBC One schedule. Each teaser included a binary code which gave the eagle-eyed fans, let's bloody say what they are, I don't need all this nonsense binary code. Binary, binary, <laughs> binary, binary, binary. <gasps> Sorry. Um, yes, binary Ooh. codes um, uh, of three special title episodes. The teasers all pointed to a big reveal on the night of the Eurovision Grand Final when the new trailer announced the titles as... We'll find out next week. Now, that's what they normally do on... Um, on TV shows, you know. So. Special one is called the Star Beast. Special two is called the Wild Blue Yonder. And special three is called the Giggle. I'm not reading any more of that thing, but that it's still quite exciting. There's a little official trailer, which anybody listening to this show will be able to hear but not see. If you want to see it, then I suggest going to DoctorWhoNews.net and clicking like this. Why did this face come back? to say goodbye. I don't think that's a plane. It's a spaceship in trouble. Oh my God, where are we? I'm sorry, Donna. He's here. Driving you mad. Laughing at the human race. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I absolutely love Catherine Tate. Yes, and um, it's all well um, documented now that the, the big baddie who is in that Smurf film um, is the <laughs> celestial... That most famous for, is it? The... Sorry, celestial toy maker, yes, that's who it is. Uh, just saying. Um, there's a new picture been released. Uh, it says the BBC has released a new image. It was difficult to convey on a podcast, but I'll try my best. Uh, has released a new image from the next series of Doctor Who. The image shows Hollywood star Jonathan Groff. Who the hell is that? Never heard of him. Um, who apparently is a Hollywood star. Never heard of him. <laughs> who has landed in Wales and has begun filming Doctor Who. It gives the first look at him in character as he as his mysterious key role alongside Shooter Gatwa as the Doctor and Millie Gibson There's as Ruby Sunday. Well, you know why? It's because the Disney Plus link, isn't it? Disney Plus wants to see well-known American actors in in the show. And there's a picture of Jonathan. And to be honest, Nef- a lot of American actors, when they hear about Doctor Who, they're like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, <laughs> they should. You know what they really need to do, though, Deb? If they're going to go down that road, is get at least one of the Big Bang Theory cast in it. <laughs> because they used to bang on about Doctor Who all the time, and it's about time they got crops up, or and preferably, yeah. preferably. Um, That's my seat. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know, um, you know, what's the name? Play Penny. I've forgotten a bloody enough terrible name. Um, yeah, get her in it. Or, or of course, um, Sheldon. Uh, anyway, award-winning star of stage and screen. Never heard of him. Jonathan Groff is to appear in Doctor Who, and there's a picture of him. Still don't know who he is. I'll see what he's been in if he's been in anything you he's know. He's been in in America. Oh, Frozen. Who he is. Apparently, he was a cartoon. Great, he was in Frozen. He was in Knock and Knock at the Cabin. He played George the Third in Hamilton. Never seen Hamilton. Oh uh, yeah, he's great in that. 
And I think I think Agent is there a film Hamilton or just a show? Show show. Apparently, he's Sven in in uh, Frozen and Frozen yeah. Two. Yeah, but that's there a cartoon character. Doesn't look like himself, does he? Uh, he was a, <laughs> Did Agent Christoph Smith. Well, that's his name. <laughs> Apparently, he was Agent movie. Smith in the Matrix Resurrections. That's what, that's what he said. Never heard of him. And um, yeah, <laughs> but that uh, Hamilton is not a film, is it yet? It's, um, it's a stage show. So that's again. It's been. It's on Disney Plus. If you want to watch it, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Not going to watch it though. So that's <laughs> that's uh, Doctor Who news. Um, I also I wanted to say that there's been a few uh, fantasy con announcements. I must admit, on a personal note, um, having done um, the Riverfest today, which how was, was it? How was it? It was cool. I don't know why you didn't go to it, Deb. It was, I think half the Isle of Wight was there. It was really I lovely. Lovely atmosphere. Beautiful um, weather. Um, well attended, although they tucked us in the TARDIS around the corner. So um, who went? Somebody said they went and they... Oh, Aaron. I know he's blind, but he did say he couldn't find us anywhere. But he, he did have some entourage around him that could have helped him find us. So um, he um, actually said, oh, sorry, we missed you. Well, so I saw you from a long distance, Aaron. But I, I hoped that you might come over but you didn't because but you were actually on the same section so i don't know how that didn't happen somebody's so somebody you know basically got to aaron before anybody else but um yeah it was just we were put in a dis- uh, disappointing spot but we did get some leaflets out the good thing about doing these sort of things as a as a convention organizer is you've got a tardis you've got props uh, people want to have their picture taken in front of the tardis so you then say okay have your picture in front of the tardis but you must take one of these with you by way of payment, i.e. the, the FantasyCon leaflet. So um, that's uh, the first of our summer promos. Uh, we've got a few others. We've got Portsmouth Comic Con coming up in a couple of weeks' time. I've rather well blagged a media spot at that one. Rather pleased about oh, that. Uh, so I'm going to be uh, doing some media stuff there and sneaking a few leaflets out while I'm going. Just hope they're not listening. So that's going to be cool. Of course, um, do you know who's there, Debbie, don't you? Who's going to be at Portsmouth Comic Con this week? Go no, on, next who? week. Uh, well, that would be Nicola Bryant. Uh, hey! And Peter well. Davison and Colin and Baker. Colin Baker! Colin Baker, it's Peter Davison wow. and... And Nicola Bryant. Um, I'm going to a con weekend know. after next, but it's an author con, not thing to do with Doctor Who. But there is time travel involved. Okay. Jodie Taylor, the St Mary's Chronicles. Ah. Do you know, I forgot what I was going to do now. I'm cosplay. <laughs> one of the characters. Do you know what were we were talking about before? Oh, fancy, oh, fancy con. con, that's it, yes. And I was trying to find out who I'd, who, who, um, I'd recently posted on the... On the group page, but trouble is, I'm gonna if I click on anything, it'll take me away. So I'm gonna go onto our website. Um, Valile Shabalala um, haven't done an official announcement about, about her yet, but she had her poster up around uh, our section. She's coming back. I know you lot don't like her, Deb, but we actually like her. Oh no, well. I love her. Tom loves her a lot. <laughs> um, Martin Ballantyne, who Colin Baker didn't like. But everybody else did, so he's coming back. Um, he definitely grew on me when I realised just how much effort he was putting into just talking to people. Yeah, he's very, very good. He's a good self-publiciser. Yeah, uh, but he made me go and get me and your missus, good lady, go and get all the tables because when he got double table, everybody else wanted double table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was up in the maths department trying to break into doors to try and get tables for people. Oh dear, well I didn't know about that. Right, I'm going to tell him he can't come now. No, yeah, you make sure this time, because I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, mind you, the thing about his stand is that, you know, though people go up to his stand with all that, that 
there's artwork and everything around it and know who he is and what he does and that, yeah. that that's why he did so well uh, but anyway he's coming back of course we've got um, Kai Owen and um, um, Ur from Stranger Things Elodie Grace Orkin and a, f- a few others so uh, yes um, so anybody thinking great. about coming to the Isle of Wight in a lovely October half term weekend come and see us because Billy Kirkbride did he came all the way from Australia only to come to FantasyCon not to see anybody else just to come to FantasyCon didn't he get there yeah, yeah, totally. Just to see us. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> yep. So that's that's all happening uh, along with Jedi fight training and uh, oh, I want to do that of other um, fun activities at the event. I nearly bought a games machine. You know, uh, we've got Natalie Degrushi coming what to judge buy? the cosplay competition. She's very good. Deb doesn't. What like did you a... say, Robert? I said, what would he have bought? What would you going to buy? Oh, I was going to buy a, like a gaming machine. It's a, it's a, it's a gaming machine that you, which you can one? Buy you know, whatever. It's, it's got a selection on it. It's like Nintendo a Street Fighter Switch? or what? No, it's a like a vending gaming machine. Like you used to have in pubs. You used to put money in and play like space pinball machine. What? Pinball machine. Oh God. Video game machine, pinball machine. Oh, oh you like a cabinet, arcade like, cabinet, like Defender and Pac-Man, those That's sort of things. Cabinet. You yeah, must be old game. enough to. Did you say arcade cabinet? Yes. All right, if you want to look at it like that. That's if you watch Stranger Things, that there's a, the third series of Stranger Things. Um, um, the the character with the ginger hair. What was her name? Anyway, she's an expert on these sort of gaming machines. Right, so who's coming? Julian Seeger, who is in uh, Vikings of Valhalla. Craig Fairbrass, who's been in a few bits and bobs I've never seen. I'm only joking. He's been in lots of stuff. Uh, Elodie Grace Orkin from Series 4 of Stranger Things. She I mean, got hit in the face by Eleven when, with a, a roller skate. It's a very iconic um, thing. We've got a few um, star cosplayers like James Valentine coming as the... Um, 11th Doctor rather than, or 10th Doctor, the 10th Doctor, sorry, but not the 14th, although I'm sure he'll get the costume Eggs. too. One. Oh, Kirby's back, we, and, and that's the end of the programme. <laughs> yeah, Madame <laughs> Bella cosplay coming from Wales with James to be a cosplayer, artist, uh, Kai Owen and Vanille Shabalala, and of course Dan Dibby. Lots of comic stuff, it is a comic con, so I've, I've really ramped up the comic side of things this time to stop people moaning about not having any writers and any artists, so I've managed to fill that gap quite well work quite well that's uh, our fantasy con news now uh, we're going to talk about what we watched this week i'm going to give it the first section of the what we watched this week to somebody else so i can remind myself of what i watched this last three weeks so debbie do you remember what you've watched in the last three weeks uh, probably not i've been oh, outside okay then i move on to someone else then no, I do. Of course, I do. For goodness' sake. Me up the I've been there. watching um, again, catching up with Stanley Tucci, searching for Italy. I absolutely love. Is that him. is that a documentary? Well, it's um, uh, well, kind of. It's a cooking show of his on BBC, and it's uh, absolutely enchanting. Him going round Italy and reminiscing about his wife and food, and it's just really nice. And I, I do like my food, my food programs. Um, also been watching quite a few movies. Isla has um, been really got back into Avatar, the um, the new one. She's she's very excited that's water. coming out soon, and on Disney because we didn't go to see it in the cinema. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've been watching quite um, 
because Ina's unfortunately had a bad reaction to medicine that's supposed to help her sleep, means she's still up at six in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> so there's been a lot of Disney. <laughs> and a lot, I thought you said there's, there's been a lot there. of Dizzy. <laughs> I'm very, very, very knackered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, a yeah. lot of classic Disney. We watched Cruella again because that's just a stonking, stonking movie. Mm. I've never seen it. Oh, it's definitely worth it. Oh, yeah, Cruella's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, really good. it's, it's amazing. Mm. Really is good fun. Absolutely good fun. Who's in that? Um, Emma Stone, uh, oh. Mark Strong, Emma, Emma Thompson as, as um, the... Um, that's Baroness, she's right. amazing. Yeah. yeah, Emma Thompson steals the whole thing. She's just brilliant, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a bit of Shakespeare again this this past month. There's um, you know, like the films like Midsummer Night's Dream with Michelle Pfeiffer and Rupert Everett. I watched that again lately, and um, I love the Much Do About Nothing again on Emma Thompson. And um, yeah, just it's been a bit of a mixed match as I've just been trying to um, I've been trying to write and. Um, which has been great because I had quite a lot of what's felt like two years. So I've been writing a bit again and I've been listening to uh, Harry Potter on Audible. Cause Harry Potter's now on, on, um, on Netflix. Yeah, all of them are on Netflix yeah, now, but cool. I've been listening to the audio. Not, not here, they're not. Okay, uh, Britain is what, what counts well, in this world. Here, they're all on <laughs> HBO Max. Yeah, no, we, we, we HBO Max will turn into Max next week. Will yeah. It? Oh. Well, excellent. So that's Apple's bought them, is it? Looks oh, like it, yeah. but uh, it's yeah. They're turning um, into Max next week. Does that mean I give up? <laughs> I've been watching loads because obviously there's a lot of hours in the night, but you know, lots of audio books <laughs> as well. There you go. Oh, I thank you, Debbie. Right then, I'm <laughs> going to part one of what I watched in the last three weeks because I've got to do. I've got <laughs> to try and go back over various uh, particular genres that I've been looking through. I'll tell you what. Before I move on to the film stuff. Um, on YouTube, but there's um, a couple of really good, if you like history, um, things to subscribe to, which are really good in regards to the um, British history. Bear in mind, I've, I've made it quite clear that my family is descended from John of Gaunt, which is the same family that the current royal family is descended from. So I didn't really know much about John of Gaunt, so I went onto this particular YouTube channel uh, where this chap has done some wonderful documentaries very strange to watch in some ways because he, he's put together a few like pictures from history and then just random sort of like uh, drone shots from various parts of the world just to fill in the the gap so it might as well be an audio book to be fair because they don't actually need the pictures that he's put in for this particular story but he tells it so well uh the channel is called the people's the people profiles uh such a good um in regards to doc, uh, not doc, yeah, it's documentary, but it's um, biographies of famous people, not just British people, it's American presidents and um, that's basically interesting people from history. Um, it's really good. I, I, I recommend that. There's another chap called Alan Barton. It's called his channel's called Alan Barton Antiquities. Very interesting bloke again, and he's got. Um, things about when they accidentally opened up tombs of of kings in the past and some of the they've been quite well preserved and so they've kept lockets of hair from the corpses even though they've been in in the ground or in, in this vault or whatever for 500 years but he tells a story about how they died and their their funerals and how they were sort of 
dug up and some some of the kings were in their um, wills were, they said right i must be sort of covered in wax every year or bought out to be on put on display and put back in my coffin and stuff like that um but it's it's not just about that sort of stuff it's about history it's about uh, objects of history like maybe the scepter and the rod or whatever it's really really good and they're only like 15 minutes long most of the little uh, documentaries he puts together so i've been watching all of those and of course still uh parental court which is a great show uh, as far as the cinema goes, I went to watch a film called Polite Society in uh, at the end of April, because it's been that long, everyone. Um, it's a really <laughs> cool film. Um, it's um, it's uh, got an Asian cast mainly, apart from Ella Bucarelli, who who was um, a nun in um, oh that's what's that great BBC series with nuns in it uh, when they had babies were born. Is um, it called Midway? called midwife yeah she's in that um so i didn't recognize her for a bit and then suddenly it tweaked because obviously she didn't have a habit on so but yeah it's basically um rita aria who's um who's better known for do you remember that uh, fugitive of the jadoon episode and uh, rita aria played um some like sort of kick-ass woman who then got killed <laughs> i think she was she was trying to find the doctor i.e the fugitive doctor so she'd rounded her up and as soon as they they'd got the doctor and the fugitive doctor in this sort of room away from earth she got done in and then she got done in but then turned up in the umbrella academy so she plays um the one of the sisters in it and priya kanzara plays another sister who's basically the the story revolves around her and uh yeah so the sister gets married off but the other sister doesn't like the husband and uh, she's basically spends the whole film trying to you know trying to show the husband up to be not good enough for um her sister but it takes extreme <laughs> turns and slightly unexpected turns as as the, as the film progresses uh it's got a very sort of um very good solid cast with that and uh, there's Shobu Kapoor who was uh, Gita in EastEnders many years ago she's been in Doctor Who she got done in by the Daleks in the, the that um the, the big Dalek episode where the Doctor gets shot and regenerates into the 12th Doctor while still being the 11th that makes sense um and also the cast of, uh, is um Nimra Buka who was if you've watched um that Marvel Ms Marvel series she played oh, I love the Ms. evil Marvel. She played the evil mother in that. So she played exactly the same character in this. She's terrific. <laughs> she did she? in that. Yeah. It's got a great cast. It's really good. Yeah, she, fun. Just, she just seems to be channeling evil these yeah. days. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, I mean in in that yeah. I mean she in polite society it's 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 just full of Bollywood fun uh, with a lot of silliness and it's just a great great good fun film. We all thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, and the other thing I watched was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, of which we all are, um, Isabella said at the end of it, if, uh, now that's how to do a trilogy. That's her summary of the whole thing. That's well, that's how you do good a trilogy. if Isabella's impressed. Um, yeah. And yes, I guess you're, you're going to need, if you haven't seen it, you will need to have, uh, as the Americans call it, a Kleenex um, to hand. Um, <laughs> we call them that. Yeah, I... I... I, from what I've read, I cannot let my oldest daughter watch it because of the, uh, what happens with Rocket is apparently actually shown. Yeah, but then you've got to bear in mind that 
Rocket is a CGI I know, it's character. not real. It's a, it's a science it's fiction CGI. fantasy. It's, it's a CGI really? character. And yeah, but still, uh, it, from what I've read, it's very... But uh, if you don't show that, perfect. you don't show that, then you don't feel the um, sympathy for the character and what he had to put up with. Sometimes in, you in have to see time. the bad side of things yeah. just to be able to... And also it tells, it tells Rocket's story. Because if you look at the... Um, Teeths. I like teeths. <laughs> yeah. If you look at uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy as a trilogy, you suddenly teeth. watch the first one and there's this, this fairy creature and you think, what? This explains it. Um, rabbit. It's the rabbit. And I tell you what, there's so many absolute gem, one just one line gems all the way through it, especially the from where they're opening Groot. the car. And these, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a really, really good film. It does powers. make you want to go and watch all three, but we have to wait until uh, the third one appears. On, that's more than three, isn't it? Because you have to think about five films if you think about it, in, if you include, include the, the Avengers movies. But you, um, so you've got to watch um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, then... Um, Avengers, um, Infinity Bacon. War, Endgame, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the Thor yeah, film, the, the, the most recent Thor That's film, amazing. and then the, the Christmas special. <laughs> um, that, we brought you it? Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and then <laughs> this one. So there's lots of really good fun, um, and we all love uh, the characters in it. It is brilliant. And it's a sad that that's come to an end, but we do find that there was a thing at the end that something's going to continue. Uh, oh, it was, well, I'm not going to say what it is because it's a spoiler. So just watch it right to the end, because um, obviously Marvel likes to put Isn't in there little... two? There's two <coughs> things, I think. I'm not saying what it is. There's a, mid, watch... there's a mid mid trailer. Yes, there is, I mean, but mid... if people need to watch Marvel films right to the very, very end to see all these. Um, so... Every oh, once in a while, they've <coughs> not done that, which is irritating. It is, yeah, but it's just part of the fun of it. And the other thing that we've heard recently is that uh, there's going to be a new Avengers film. So I'm excited. It's going to be a couple of years before we see anything, but that's going to be quite I an exciting this, thing. Are they pump them out too often, I think. Well, Avengers um, films? Anytime anybody says it's Avengers film, all I can think of is Mrs. Peel. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. Get a little Mrs. Peel, for that you're one. wanted. Right, yes. so <laughs> that, that's part one of what I've uh, been watching. Um, um, we, ha- we do have a time, time thing one. going on. I know, but I'm quite confident. He sounds, sounds like Kirby. I've, I'm quite um, confident we're going to get through this on time. Um, right. Uh, yes, uh, so um, who's next? Um, and if I, if I, we don't get it on time to fit Mary in before she... What time have you got to go? Half past? Uh, yes, yeah, right. probably a few minutes before that, yes. There you go. Let her go now. Do you want to go now, yeah. Mary? Well, I'm the boring one, and I don't take long at all. Well, go for it then. Because <laughs> I don't watch that much uh, You think you don't take as long as Adam? Go for Oh, it's Cleopatra <laughs> on Netflix. The Queen Cleopatra on Netflix. That's the other thing I've watched on Netflix. Carry on, Mary. <laughs> Um, well, for the most part, I watch a lot of baseball. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that doesn't interest uh, the Brits much. Um, or so, uh, yeah, so I'm watching that a lot of that. Um, I did watch, or I have been kind of keeping up with a uh, a series on, I think it's uh, HBO Max, called Love and Death, which is based on a real-life story of a, of a sweet little um, southern housewife who murders her best friend? It's a, it's all a true story, and the way they're they're acting it out, it just it's fascinating. What's it called? Um, Life it's, and Death. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. I didn't quite catch that because I'm deaf. Yeah. I'll try uh, and catch that because that's available every, here too. Yeah. When when I get caught up in a series, um, trust me, it's good. <laughs> um, 
And uh, on Big Finish, I've been listening to another um, Ninth Doctor series. Um, it's a three-story ah, three uh, uh, three, three box set, and I'm on uh, story number two. The first one wasn't all that impressive, but the second one I really enjoyed. I, I just love Eccleston as the Doctor. He's yeah. so much fun. Um, yeah, the first one's called Seas of Titan, and you know, it's, it's an okay story, but not great. But the one that I really enjoyed was Lay Down Your Arms. Um, and then there's one more to go that I haven't listened to. Um, and I'm also listening to one called Creatures of Beauty, which is really it, – it's, ah, it's an old – very, very good. Yeah, it's really good, but it's really hard to listen to. Um, it, Only because I thought somebody had done something wrong with the tracks. <laughs> Yeah, when I listen to it, but yeah, uh, I'm about halfway through that one, so because it's all backwards. <laughs> yeah, and it's an old one. If anyone is yeah. interested in uh, listening to it, it's probably free on Spotify, or I think it's it's like two dollars or something on. Yeah, yeah it's, not it's really old, um, but it's excellent. It's truly excellent, um, and I think it's a, it's a Fifth Doctor story. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. and taken. Yeah. So that's me. That's what I've been doing. Reading a lot of books, but uh, you know, that's all I've been watching or listening to. Part two, then, for me is that I'm, I'm currently <laughs> reading, listening to the um, the Adam, you are incorrigible. story of Queen Victoria. <laughs> Don't encourage uh, Shut up! It's, it's yeah. a fourteen-hour audio book, and it's really, really fascinating. It's, it covers everything, every little aspect of her life, and you do come out of it and haven't li listened to it all yet. Uh, feeling that you actually know Queen Victoria as a person. Absolutely fascinating. Right then, Robert, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching... I went through all of Blake 7. Dang! Uh, really, really enjoyed that again. Because um, I hadn't watched it since the DVDs came out. And I started watching Enterprise from the beginning. Oh. Because uh, I haven't seen all of that. So. Oh, I haven't either. That. Yeah, no, I haven't. Absolutely loves Enterprise. Yeah, I love some I've of been, the characters. That. I've been going through all the series, and uh, that's where I'm up to in my rewatch. So. Yeah, really enjoying that. What were you going to say, Adam? Nothing. No, I was just agreeing with you. I, 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 I did, I did stop to stop oh, watching yeah. Enterprise. I did watch the very last episode at some point, but I, I, I didn't. I think I got through two series and then stopped. Oh yeah. Well, that's why you know. Uh, it aired erratically over here when it originally aired and sometimes you never know because the channel swapped it to different nights and all kinds of stuff so I missed out on lots but um, yeah now I got it all I can watch it uh, from the beginning to the end and really enjoying that I haven't watched much movies though um, nothing that sort of stuck in my mind anyway uh, and just is that I will say, oh, I don't have time for a movie, but I'll watch this one episode of a series. Next thing I know, I have watched three or four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's easy to do Mixed up with movie time, you know, so, yeah, it's a real trap. <laughs> uh, especially if it's something good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I read the Terry Nation biography, uh, The Man Who Invented the Daleks. That was quite good. It seemed a bit short, though. Um, what else? Uh, I'm reading The Manchurian Candidate. Oh, yeah, I watched The Manchurian Candidate again as well because I That's love Such yeah. a good movie. Absolutely love that. So I, I picked up the paperback um, secondhand somewhere. Uh, so I decided I'm going to read that. And, yeah, the, the movie's done such a good job of capturing um, 
the essence of the the movie from the books. Yeah, so I thought that was good. And well, I can't really remember much else that I've seen. This is I, I watched that um, documentary on Amityville, the Amityville, um, the real life murders. That is, yeah. and what happened. That's with so that, sad, uh, the Defeos and you know all that. Yeah, 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 yeah the Defeo so murders. Bad. Yeah, Cause he died in nine uh, to twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a good doco. Um, oh, I can't really think of much else. Oh yeah, I did watch that um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So yeah, that, that was, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I mean, it was a good laugh, and um, yeah, I I love that team. They're they're so good together, you know. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, watching the third movie um, when I can. So yeah. Oh, and, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is next month. And then there's uh, the uh, Mission Impossible movie coming up as well. <gasps> so things to look forward to. Martian oh, Valentine and, was know, in that, Strange apparently. New Worlds is uh, just like two and a half weeks away or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. is it? I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, it's season two. No, it's 15th or 14th of June. Oh, wow. Well, Strange New World Series 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and Loki, Loki, the new season Loki is due to start at the end of the year as well. Oh, end of the year. Okay. I've got yeah, we've been waiting right. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since uh, the original, hasn't it? I, look, I look, ask us it's... to watch it every now and then. It's like, absolutely, a little bit of Hilberston, always fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my lot. Kirby? Oh, well, I, will, I forgot to say, I will, my... Uh, Robert forgot to say something. Robert forgot to say something. I watched watched that game, so yeah, I was happy with that. (laughs) Marvellous. Kirby? Yeah, well, I... By the way, I'm back on my computer in the geek room, because, well, (laughs) I put my wife back to bed, so... uh, She okay? Yeah, yeah, it's just... It's It's been been a tough few days. Uh, She's healing, but she's grumpy. <laughs> oh. As long as she's yeah, getting yeah, good pain yeah. relief, she has every right to be grumpy. Yeah, yeah. and she does and, need to walk around though as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. During part of my silent period there, uh, we actually went out, and she walked back and forth on the on the front porch, and then um, yep. out to the mailbox and back. Well, and make, also, make sure we, she has her analgesia before she does. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, they could only give her half of uh, one of the one one of the pain relief medic medicines uh, because of insurance reasons, and uh, no. that's run out, and we can't get any more until oh, Monday. Ridiculous! So, wow. so I'm not looking forward to the next day and a half. No, yeah, that's, oh. that's not good. My sympathies. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and if people don't know, my wife just had a hip replaced. Oh. So, she's uh, a cyborg now. Yeah. Yeah, she's a cyborg now. <laughs> they, oh, the, the x-ray looks cool. I'm sure <laughs> she'll be delighted to know that. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's got like a couple of uh, interesting Bodanian. screws in there and stuff like that. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Uh, the $6 million woman here. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, the, the copay seems to be about half what we were afraid it was going to be. So that's... that's mm. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. Things that I've actually started to to 
listen to a big finish. Ooh. Uh, at, Yay! Uh, Which one? Because of uh, Mary's suggestion. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm enjoying this a third Doctor one called Kaleidoscope, which obviously oh, doesn't I have... I love the third Doctor ones. Doesn't, doesn't have the real third Doctor. No, no. Because he's Tim dead. But, and, but, uh, Mary, Mary was saying that uh, she... You said you didn't like how the uh, Brigadier and uh, Sarah Jane sounded. I think they sound fine. Oh, no. It's yeah. Sarah, no, you I get think, used I think, to them. I think the guy doing the Brigadier was just fine. It's the Sarah Jane character. I don't think she sounds like Sarah Jane, but I'm not an expert on her like you are. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think you I, just I'm get enjoying, used to her. I She's just, not the same, is she? But you get used to her. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to her by now. So I, mm. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Other things I've been watching. Almost caught up with Young Sheldon. Uh, we'll finish. I think the season finished this past Thursday, but I need to wait until next Friday before I can watch with the Geek Daughter because that's the only time she, she can watch with me. Uh, uh, I Since Strange New Worlds is coming back, I will then re-up my Paramount Plus and catch up with Picard. Oh, I really need <laughs> I'll try to Discovery again, but I just could not get into it. Uh, I started to watch the remake of an anime called Urusei Yatsura. Uh, it's a really old anime to begin with. It's called. It means uh, th- those annoying aliens. Uh, <laughs> I, I really loved the original one from the eighties. And I'm not sure I like the fact that they redid it, but still, I'm watching it. Uh, what else? I see some stuff on Netflix that I plan to start watching. Uh, the Asterix and Obelix and wow, the Middle Kingdom. Terrible. Huh? That looks like terrible, Asterix. that Asterix and Obelix thing. I, I looked at that. I looked at the preview. Them. I love Asterix, but I think just I, I, I saw the preview, and the only thing about the preview I don't like is that obviously they dubbed it, they dubbed over the French. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering I if I actually watch it if I can watch it in French with subtitles. Is that your I much prefer subtitles to dub. It, it looks good, although uh, the so ever since they changed from the uh, that famous. French actor who was playing yeah uh, he, the current one doesn't look as good but I love Asterix uh, I love Asterix, yeah, I love Asterix. I, 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 nothing's better than the comics for me I used to get them actually, all the, the time actually the cartoon films that they did the oh Asterix, yes the Asterix films in Britain yeah, they were quite good as well. uh, Asterix in Britain the bit where he's trying to rescue Obelix from the Tower of London is uh, one of the funniest cartoon sequences I've ever seen isn't that there, a comic anyway that one there's one of them which is uh, the 12 tasks of Asterix where there is this one sequence where there's the most funniest sound effects going along yeah. <laughs> that, that, that every time I see it, I just laugh my head off. Oh, I love and, it. I, I discovered them on, on VHS when I was babysitting for someone once. They were in the original French. And yeah. um, then I saw them in English as well. And it doesn't lose any of the fun. She says yeah, so. with, with the comic books, unfortunately, I only have one in French, and then I got I got it in English as well, so I could see what reading, uh, it, reading it in Belgium was. Belgium was difficult. I didn't realize I got the book out when I was seven. Uh, 
one thing I noticed on Netflix, a movie that I need to see that I have not seen. I, I This is shocking. <laughs> and I was wondering how I could see it. And now it's popped up on Netflix. It's Starship Troopers. Oh, I've never seen that. Tom loves it. He absolutely. Yeah, so so I plan to watch that in the next few days. Uh, now, while I was off, did you guys talk about the trailers for the yes. 60th? Yes. Yes. You've got something to add. What about the Starbase comic? Yes. Yeah. Add I, uh, I was looking at that, and I'm going, I'm going. What? Eight minute countdown for Mary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I discovered that I actually have the Marvel reprint, colorized Marvel reprint of the first part of the Star Beast. Ah. Uh, and I've got uh, some, but I don't know. I read one. read that. I don't have the second part, so I don't know. Actually, I believe it's four parts, so I don't know how it ends. But uh, uh. I might. It's on Big Finish, you know. They did. A I know. I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if it's in that collection that uh, I have from a long time ago. Somebody okay. might have a scan, I think. Okay, guys, I'm I'm gonna okay. Gonna so, miss the best okay. bit, Mary. I'm Good gonna luck, finish Mary. with part Bye. three. We'll talk next week, maybe. Bye-bye. All right. Good luck. Ya. Bye. So, so anyway, I I'm. Going to I, maybe if I I might end up buying uh, the big finish if I have to, just so I I know something before the thing nah. before the, it comes out. Typically and by you. the way, if if you guys uh, watch the YouTube channel, uh, what is it? What well, YouTube channel? I don't know. Who Which Who culture? Who culture? Who culture? Who does that? They, they have done some great breakdowns of those trailers. There, even though the trailer is ah, only forty okay, seconds yeah. long, yeah, yeah, they, there is some fascinating things in there. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that um, that face, that that kind of puppet face that's on all the screens at Unit Headquarters, is based on a early mechanical TV uh, mannequin. So, so th- things like that. So, th- go out and find who culture. Also, every time, every time they s- talk about the uh, the bad guys who are actually going to be the good guys, they uh, call them the rar, and they do you know, on who culture. They move their hands like uh, a velociraptor or something. It's just, good. it's amusing. Yeah. Uh, so. That's where I am with stuff. I haven't watched a whole lot. Oh, I watched the um, Peter Pan and Wendy, which was okay. okay? That looks amazing. It was okay. Uh, Jude Law is apparently very good. Very what? Good. I thought he said very rude. He said nude for a second. I thought he said ood. That's that's (laughs) other films. Oh, and speaking speaking of Ood, I will be taking my Ood costume to Conquistorbrus, um, and hopefully Matthew will be able to get us time with um, with Barrowman. I know well, you've yeah, already that, that interviewed Barrowman. That would be a good Barrowman, thing, but... wouldn't it? Barrowman. 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 
Right, are we, can we move on to my part three of what I watched this week, or are we just... Oh, we part just... three? Three? <laughs> I did, yes, part three. I, I, I say oh, I watched... Uh, and you haven't told us yet who you've watched, who you are... Well, actually, you'd already told us who you might be related to, but yeah. you should give us some more about... Oh, I, there was, I, try, I tell you what, something, <laughs> I, can I, one thing at a time, because um, certain things fall into my lap, and uh, there's a little story behind you scoffing. I know you were scoffing, Kirby. I can tell scoffing when I hear yes, it. But scoff. we'll move on to that in a minute. Just to finish off um, what, what we watched I'm done. this I'm done. Good. Uh, what we watched this week. Um, so, um, Puss in Boots, the, the Last Wish. I know it's still in the cinema, Ooh, but uh, I watched it on, on Sky. It. Yeah, finally saw it. It's really good. Fear me. If yeah, it was yeah. okay. Thanks for that uh, um, sort of dismissal. Um, <laughs> no, no, um, it's okay. It just wasn't as um probably as good as the first time okay uh also watched um currently watching queen cleopatra which is a docu drama on uh, netflix oh the one that caused all the hoo-ha-ha why did it call the hoo-ha-ha then Debbie? Why? oh come on because they make the lead actress is black and a lot of egyptians objected to it ah, okay that's mm. silly because they've also had cleopatra play, played by white women um, mm-hmm. And play ha- having it. Yeah, you know, if they want to be that precise, yeah. then Greek. <laughs> yes, yeah, doesn't matter, does I, it? I, I think I'd, I'd rather it be played by something else. I've been watching, but I'll I'll tell you later. I'd rather an African character was played by an African um, descent woman than than a white descent woman. Just gives she more feeling Greek. to. Them. But they didn't. They could have had the the Romans played by Italians, couldn't they? To be fair. If, no if Greek person would be good. All oh, right. Well, sorry, Deb. <laughs> God. Um, there's a film. We're going to be that mental about it, you know. An actor is an actor. I don't think it matters as long as they portray the person. Anyway, it's 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 okay. Yeah, they don't get astronauts to portray astronauts, do they? No, exactly. That's not what. That's not really talking about what the series is like. It's just an element of the blooming cast. The series is pretty good. Um, uh, Is Mr. Hopkins a serial killer, cannibal? What? Mr. Hopkins is he a uh, a serial killer and a, a What a are cannibal? you talking about? I'm talking about... We're just carrying on with what we were talking about over yeah. you. You know, it annoys you. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, um, I forgot what was going on. Oh, yeah, we Sorry. watched a film with... Um, oh, that bird who used to be in Friends. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Aniston and that chap who used to be in all the Adam Sandler films. Oh, yes, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler? Uh, I don't know. They're interchangeable, those guys. Yeah, that was... Um, I can't remember what it was called now, but they're um, they're sort of murder. There's Murder oh, Mystery, again? is it? Murder Mystery 2. Watch that. I haven't seen Murder Mystery mm-hmm. 1, but I quite enjoyed Murder Mystery 2. We watched that the other day. I haven't heard of that. All oh, right, And so I, I probably... Because you lot did distracted me from what i was trying to talk about I'll, we'd I'll, never I'll do wash that it under the That's carpet brushing under the carpet and moving on to the other bit for my birthday i got a um scanner which scans negatives uh, I've got a suitcase oh, yeah, got of full too. of those upstairs i've got one of those too that's Don't... that's a that's a positive oh, thing jesus yeah? christ yeah anyway in Adam, my... other people are allowed to have the same toys yes, as you. Yes, I know. I'm trying to tell a bloody story. <laughs> Hundreds of the bloody... Anyway, so under my bed is a suitcase containing old pictures and old negatives, some of which I have prints on. So yet? the negative scanner is great for getting images I don't have anymore, which I've, there's plenty of. Yeah. Um, and obviously recovering images of my granddad, which I haven't seen for years and years and years. Even better. But what I found in amongst that was an old photograph. 
Now, the old photograph is of a, of a mysterious gentleman, probably a relation. Um, and anybody watching the live feed, there he is. We don't know who he is because it doesn't say on the picture. But we know he must be related to my granddad. Now, the Pearson side of the family research has been rather tricky and a bit sort of cloudy. But there's a, Sharon, a, a woman called Sharon Everard thinks she solved it. But I wasn't 100% um, sure that she had. But on the back of this picture is an address which uh, and the name uh, Mrs. C.E. Pearson. Mrs. C.E. Pearson is Mrs. Caroline Elizabeth Pearson, who is now guaranteed to be my two times great grandmother. Um, having put her actual name in an actual place of living, which is Slough, uh, which confirms the family does come from Buckinghamshire, which then could therefore confirms that all those stories about the family having lived in Windsor and, and Slough and whatnot and worked for Queen Victoria, this, that and the other, now become a bit more likely. I put all that information into Ancestry and it just opened up very quickly a, a branch. This is within that half an hour. Normally it's been taking me weeks to get back to nobility or whatever but it opened up a branch that went back to the Blount family and this one particular chap I can't remember his name because I've only done this very quickly uh, who was the father of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Blount who had the only um, confirmed illegitimate child with Henry VIII oh uh, yeah Henry Fitzroy Henry Fitzhenry yeah yeah so Speaking basically, he was. He, was, he died. He died, died at about 15. 18. He was already married. No, 15. He was, have kids. Yeah, yeah, 15. He was 15, sorry, when he died. So the same age as. Well, he as was married Edward. anyway. So, yeah, the yeah. same age as his other son died, same, ironically. But that was, that was a fascinating route back to somebody interesting in history. Not the fact that Henry VIII's part of it, but the fact that this Elizabeth Blount. And there's actually documentaries and, and dramas about Elizabeth Blount. So I'm going to try and fish them out and watch them at my leisure. But that was that was really good fun. So this machine is just... It's, it was quite expensive. It was nice Debbie bought it for me. But I'll, I'll be for weeks and weeks and weeks going through all these old negatives and, and scanning them in and recovering images and uh, from my teenage years and whatnot. So it's been great. I'm really so happy to have it's that. As much Doctor Who stuff as you can find. No, there won't be. The only Doctor Who thing I've found so far is a picture of Colin Baker in Bessie when he arrived at the Needles for the opening of that And you've that already exhibition. got that on Facebook and all yeah. sorts, haven't you? Yeah. I've got the, yeah, I've got him there, but I haven't got him arriving in Bessie, I don't think, have I? Yes. Have I? Okay. I'm pretty sure you've shown me that one. I'm pretty sure that... Uh, you'll post it again reason. anyway. Okay, yeah. but anyway, there's those pick that, that particular... Um, a group of negatives is around. There's also, also some in a drawer somewhere in here I put by to do and have lost. So I'll have to try and sort this room out to get them. But yes, yeah, sorry, we have uh, banged on a little bit. We're still only an hour and a half into uh, the show. I'm quite impressed yeah, with well, this. Well, I, I forgot some, to mention something oh, I've did been you? watching. Well, okay, I'm sure you can accommodate <laughs> that. I, I've, been, I've been watching this uh, TV series called Isle of White, Jewel of the South. Oh, 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 yeah. that, that fiction, you mean? Oh, the work of fiction. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, why, why do you say that? Because, oh, can I say, can I tell him, Deb? Deb, can I tell him? Yeah, go. Right, okay. They only cover um, these pretty regions of the island, right? Um, with, with the, the they don't cover cows hardly at all. No, none of Newtown, none of Shalfleet, none of Compton, no sort of areas. They do, that's they cover ridiculous. the George Inn in, in, um, in Yarmouth yeah, uh, as if it's the only place. pub on the Isle of Wight. Uh, all uh, that irritates me the most. You've only got one pub. Well, according to this program, we the have. one hotel and pub. Ah. And one. Um, 
There's loads of elements. It's um, basically about people who've, who've moved to the Isle of Wight to make their fortune. Ha, ha, ha. Uh. Hardly anything about people who are born, on, born and bred on the Isle of Wight and have a long family. There's a little bit of that, but there's hardly anything of it. It's all about people who've moved to the island to you know, set up their retirement. You know, no offence. Well, I'm an over to a degree. I'm enjoying it. And I, I, if I can ever afford it, I want to come and visit the Isle of Wight. Okay, well, that case, if that if, you, if you're going to come and visit the island off the back of that that series, you can only go and visit the parts of the island that that. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to visit it on the fact that I've known someone for what twelve years, over twelve years, who lives there. Okay, but I'm not. Yeah, okay, it is pretty, right? And I love the Isle of Wight. Don't get me wrong, the but they needed to balance it out. They need to go to Newport and see the 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 groups of yogs that go around yobs that go around bullying people and, and harassing people and they need to go to ride seafront i know but they need to go to ride seafront around um apley tower where all the 14 and 15 year old druggies go and smoke weed just to balance it out because it's not all like that i love the island i'm, I'm proud to live here it is beautiful and i wouldn't live anywhere else. but that series was just a bit of a piss take <laughs> sorry now speaking of henry the eighth Yes. Did, uh, we? did, we well, were, he, was yeah. just, he was just speaking of Henry VIII. Yes, we uh, were. Did, did anyone, I don't recall if anyone used the, uh, quote today, that's what you said when you left your phone charger in Henry VIII's own suite. Hmm. I was uh, going and, to, when I saw it was on your list, I went for something different. Okay, well, the thing about that is that 11 years ago when we discussed this story, we were all going, what are the, you listen what, to it? What, what do they mean by that? What, what's going on? That must be one of those lost things that Big Finish will eventually do, and actually it'll <laughs> turn out that it'll be in the next story. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Whatever the next... Power of Three. Oh, Power God. Look, I'm not looking forward I, to I Power of Three. I want to forget that one. Oh, I'm quite looking forward to that, because I can't remember much about it. And I know that uh, a woman... A very nice it's lady... That, excuse me. A very shush. A very nice lady that gave... Can I bloody well speak? A very nice lady who gave me a cuddle once at Comic-Con is in it. Like and she's met, she's one of the red graves, too. Was that what you wanted? Yeah, it was nice. I, I've, I've got a little uh, black cube around here that I got at uh, Hulanta. So... <laughs> okay. I think and, we're done. Uh, aren't unfortunately, we? it doesn't have any numbers on it, and it hasn't uh, multiplied. Okay. Are we so, done? Uh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. suppose we're about to find out when we're next doing it. Um, um, not, not connecting to the potential for getting last-minute jobs. I'm not uh, available the first weekend in June. I'm oh, I'm sorry. There's no excuses, Debbie. Morning. I'm always available. Okay. Yeah, well, next. So unfortunately, I'm having. I'm, well, say unfortunately, I'm sharing a ah. room for four nights. That's going to be. You started with unfortunately, there, Deb. Can um, I just yeah, mention something? Yes. Yeah. Go. Because uh, I can't do next Sunday because I got a colonoscopy and a gastroscopy the next nice. day, and I've oh, oh. got my bowel prep and well, I'm not I'm not sure about next Sunday simply because it's Portsmouth Comic Con, and I might I'll probably likely be back to do the show, so I can do it. Well, you if, did if, if do it on the ferry like last time. <laughs> no, um, the following um, Sunday is Kyle's birthday which i think we're going to combine kyle and isabella's birthday to make it cheaper um, <laughs> but i'm not sure what day they were doing it on yet it might, it might not be the sunday but it, it's also conquest so hopefully we won't be wait i think 
No, so, we, the the fourth is not Conquistorverus. It's eleventh, you silly man. The Please 11th. pay attention. Okay. Um, yeah. So and the following week, Isle of Wight Festival can't do it. Um, the following week after that, I'm doing the theatre train show. Can't do it. Well, we usually after... have a bit of a hiatus about this time of year because of all the events. Summer break. Well, okay, at the moment, I just, I just pulled the 18th off. Uh, you pull... um, Did you? Yeah. Good lucky Ooh, 18th. Pull thanks. the 25th um, off too. What's the your 28th. Man. Next date we can do it on is the 28th. I know Robert says he's not available. But the next date I can do, I can record. Has anybody on been commenting on the live feed? Yeah, could be. But see how we go. I, I was on the live feed for a while there. We'll try uh, um we'll try um the twenty eighth at the moment and see how we go because there's going right. to be a bit of a, a weird we don't know what's going on for the next few weeks. I well, certainly don't won't be able to record. When, when will you know? Eleventh we should record on because of Conquistorverus. Isn't that right, Kirby? If we can get the time zones correct, we'll get the time zones correct now. And I've already <laughs> discussed with Matthew about uh, getting the room and everything. That, oh, so good. so oh, when will you know if we can do it on the twenty eighth? 28. Well, 28th of, well, I can do it. It's just up to everybody else. I can do it. Okay, we'll do yeah, it. I'm talking about next June. week. Right, we'll, yeah. do some, we'll do it on the 28th. Which is yeah. 28th? June. May, May the 28th. Next Sunday. Not, oh, this, not so tomorrow, not tomorrow but the following Sunday. Sunday come in, not the Sunday after. Yes. Right. So, does that so mean I don't have to watch it? Do May the 28th? Oh, yes, we'll go. Oh, yes, we'll do May the 28th. I think our listeners are probably losing the will to live. I'm losing the will to live. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, listen. May the 28th, we're doing Power of Three. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, it is on my calendar. And I will ask ask next week, next Friday, I'll let Andy know. Yes. Did we get Andy? uh, Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I need to go back and listen. And listen to the show. Yes, that would be unusual, wouldn't it? Right, so can I get on with the end of the show now? Yes, yes please. Unless you've got part four of... Hey? No, part there isn't a part four. There should have been, but I've given up with that. What about part six of what you want? <laughs> right, I'm, gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna ignore you and get on with it. Right, thank you. Anyway, until next time, God knows when that's going to be. Thank you for listening, watching. Taking next week. Advice. And please listen on, because this is a live... For the, this, I've got to do the end titles and the... I'm trying to weave in the end titles and the disclaimer at the end of the show. So please don't interrupt this bit or I'll get very cross. Thank you for well, listening and watching. Goodbye. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you made me dog bark. Can we still say goodbye first? Well, can I yeah. say goodbye then? For God's sake. <laughs> right. Thank you for listening, watching and taking part in the show. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Yeah, Cory. Bye. Mary says bye.
The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production, sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. License reference LE 0030512.